Entrepreneur on Fire 755. And there's going to be times where you're going to want to quit. Remember that all of those things are opportunities for you to just learn and grow through. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. TopTal is the online marketplace that connects you with top developers all over the world. Just ask Airbnb or Zendesk. They use TopTal. Sign up through toptal.com slash fire to take your project to the next level today. Having experience these days is priceless. More than 900,000 design projects have passed through the doors at 99designs. That's expertise. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. Fire Nation in the house. John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Mark Jamnick. Mark, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. And I'm a big Seinfeld fan, so giddy up. (laughs) Mark helps business owners better drive their business. He shows you how you can empower your teams to better manage themselves while they give you better metrics on their progress. Mark will share how to create what he calls a dashboard so you can live a four-hour work week and enjoy life daily. Mark, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So take a minute, give a little details about yourself personally, then expound upon the biz. Awesome. Thank you so much. It is, uh, I'm humbled and honored to be here. This is such a, such a pleasure. I've listened to your, uh, to your podcast and I'm just really, really excited to be here. So, yes. um, back in, in 2000, I started off in my sales career and, you know, really just was, was excited about pursuing sales, going for sales, learning everything that I could. And we all know what happened in 2008. You know, 2008 caused uh, quite a bit of an economic downturn. And with it caused me to really think back on a lot of things that I had been looking and learning all of those years. And I looked back on something that I learned back in 2003 when I came across my first Tony Robbins disc series called Personal Power 2. And in that program, I had set a goal of making a certain amount of money. And in 2007, I made that. So I was coming off of my record year and then just the rug was pulled out from underneath me. And I was sitting here saying, what's, what's happening here? And I claimed victim. And in that moment, I said, you know, I'm looking for, I know that life is happening for me, not to me. And so I really took a look at that and I said, what is it the next, what are the next steps for me? And I started really looking at any single thing that I could possibly do. I know from a very early age, I was always very entrepreneurial related. And just, I started up a candy business in junior high. I started up a lawn (laughs) care business. I had a paper route. So I'm like, I got this entrepreneurial thing. And so maybe this is an opportunity for me to get back into that. And so I just said, but the thing is, I didn't know what that really was. And so I started to go into different events. And and one of my first events was uh, Unleash the Power Within with a Tony Robbins. And uh, it was an opportunity for me to walk across hot coals. (laughs) And I went through that. And while I was at that seminar, I was like, I found out and I discovered all of these things that were so passionate, that were so dormant in me, but really had an opportunity to really <laughs> ignite them, them back in myself and uh, hired a coach. And it was on my second coaching call that I realized that I wanted to be a coach. And so I sought that out with every single ounce of my being. And, uh, you know, basically four years later, still living the purpose, still living the dream here. And, you know, not, not without its ups and downs, which I'm sure we're going to be getting into here today. But uh, <laughs> it is absolutely the most rewarding thing that, uh, that I could really share. 
No, Mark, this is phenomenal. And I'm really excited to be diving into your journey because it is one of those roller coasters, baby, that is so common with entrepreneurs. And you kind of skimmed a little bit over the fact that you walked on hot coals. And I don't really want to dive into it, but we did have a little pre-interview chat about how this December... Nick Unsworth actually is holding an event here in San Diego called Ignite, where we are going to be walking on hot coals. So Fire Nation, if you're around, you definitely want to check that out because uh, what's that word we're going to be saying, Mark? Wet moss? Uh, cool moss. Oh, cool moss. Cool moss. Cool <laughs> moss. Are, cool moss. <laughs> there are a number of other steps, so make sure that you go through all of the steps, but that is one of the things that you'll say. Okay, and so that's it, so you're not liable. You're going to just put that little... <laughs> I'm not holding any liability. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So Mark, we are going to dive into your journey. You have some really powerful stories to share, but we always start with a success quote. So go ahead, kick that off and share how you apply it to your life. Okay, wonderful. Well, this one uh, is, is a little bit of a longer one, but it's one that, you know, I really, I heard yesterday and it's one that I hear on an ongoing basis. I've heard it in various inspirational, but it's by Marion Williamson and it's our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So Mark, I want to jump in here real quick because the part that really just jumped out at me was there's no glory in shrinking. And you know that's really what I want you, Fire Nation, I, just before Mark kind of dies into why this quote, he chose this quote and how it applies to his life. Think, you know, what was that part that jumped out at you? I mean, that part just jumped off of, you know, your voice, Mark, and really just hit home with me. So why do you, uh, why do you choose this quote and how do you apply it to your life? Because, you know, there's so many different things. There's so many different people. If we look at, and we look at the proximity of people that we're surrounded by, um, we can have an opportunity to, to encourage them and be the light and sometimes the darkness that people are walking through. You know, as, as we go through here, as we go through the entrepreneurial journey, there are challenges. And, you know, when you have someone that is a light in that darkness, the light brightens everything up so that people can now see what might be the, the path in front of them as opposed to just walking through like blindly through the dark. And so as people really step into their own greatness and own their own greatness, you know, it really encourages and inspires other people to do the same. So I just, I love the whole aspect of just really stepping in and owning yourself and being okay with authentically being you and loving yourself for being you and all the, all the flaws and all the, the great things that have happened to you in your life, knowing and, you know, eliminating all the shame and all of the things that we sometimes just cover up because we have to put on a certain persona. All of those things have made you the most beautiful being that you can be. And so that's really why I just chose this was because as we step out and as we are that light for others and showing them the path, um, it's, it's an incredible experience and, and we all have an opportunity to learn in the process. 
So Fire Nation, you can see why I brought Mark on the show here today. I mean, his passion is so genuine. It's so transparent. And, you know, as he's sharing these things, I really want you to be thinking to yourself, you know, what is resonating most with me? You know, which parts are just really striking some inner chords? And then how can I actually leverage that inner chord that's being struck into really powerful things? And Mark, let's just kind of continue this transparency and this storytelling that, you know, you've already proven that you're so great at as you tell us a failure story, a time that you, Mark Jamnick, fell flat in your face. And let's really do a deep dive into that story and talk about some lessons that we can learn from it. Oh, love to, love to. So, you know, I'm, I'm full, you hear the passion in me and this is four years in, you know, and granted, hey, there's definitely some times <laughs> and you're going to hear one of those times that's just like, oh man, I fell flat, flat on my face. But I had um, just come back from an event and I landed in Phoenix and basically said at the event, I, I was accountable to some of the attendees and I said, when I land in Phoenix, I'm going to drive into work, quit my job and start up this entrepreneurial what? business that I'm going to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was one of those things that I'm like, I told so many people that I'm like, I'm committed to doing this. And I landed in Phoenix, went in and I walked into my boss's office. He's like, I didn't even have to say anything. He's like, you're quitting. I said, yes. And he said, we can't lose you. But he said, I understand. He's like, I appreciate, you know, everything you're doing. So, you know, how can we support you? So, you know, I had the most utmost support from, from them. I had the utmost support from my parents and, and everything. And everyone was like, Mark, you can do this. You can do this. You know, that they, they I was really supported by a lot of people. And one of the things that I said as I was leaving and as I sent my, my final email, it was, you know, that I wanted to be the, the mix between Zig Ziglar and Tony Robbins. And it was one of those things that kind of tying those two things together. Well, you know, full of passion, excitement, enthusiasm, the skills, the tools, the knowledge. And six months later, I find myself in a Starbucks, you know, because I just, I was working from my home, working night and day, day and night. I mean, it was just, you know, I was falling asleep at my desk at two o'clock in the morning, waking up, doing my morning ritual at five o'clock in the morning to do it all over again. I didn't know what day it was. And so finally, I was like, you know what? I just need to get out of the house. I need to go do some work outside of the home. And I opened up my computer and I'm like, I can't do this. Six months in and I'm largely still flat. Like I have, I had gotten a client and then, you know, just they didn't continue because there were some things that I learned in the process as we do, as we go through this whole thing. <laughs> and Mark, give us just a little summation about what you were trying to do over those six months. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So, so basically, I was trying to do a lot of different things. I was trying to vet out what the product was. I was trying to figure out what will people, what are people interested in? And I couldn't figure out what people were, were interested in. Like I, I was going out there saying, this is what I want to sell you. But the marketplace was saying, I'm not willing to buy that. And so I'm sitting here, I'm putting all my heart, all my thought, all my, you know, everything that I could, every single ounce of my being into this and nothing's working. Like I had some workshops that I was doing and there were some attendees, but no one was going to that next step of saying, okay, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to hire you. So I was beginning to work on this program. Now I had one module done of this program and that was all that I had. And I had a meeting that afternoon, but as I'm sitting there at Starbucks, I'm like, you know, I was trying to start to prepare for this meeting. And I'm like, I just can't. I just can't. So I opened up my computer and I just remembered coming across this poem, which I'm going to read to the audience a little later on in the, this, um, this podcast here. Um, and I read it for 45 minutes straight. And it's one of those things that I could pretty much recite almost from memory because I read it so much. 
And it was the, the name of the poem was called Don't Quit. And so I'll leave, I'll leave that as a precursor of, of what's really going to be said in that poem. And I just read it for 45 minutes because I'm like, you know, here I am. I'm following my purpose. I'm following my passion. I'm, I'm, I'm adding all my enthusiasm. I'm doing everything that I possibly can do and nothing's working. I left Starbucks and I'm walking down the street and uh, called my parents, you know, because they're supportive. I'm just bawling my eyes out. I'm like, I can't figure this out. I'm like, I don't understand. I'm like, I can't put any more heart in. I can't do any more hard work. I can't, you know, and it was all these I can'ts. And again, it was almost like I was climbing that victim again. And so it was funny because in that moment, um, one of the things that, that my mom even said was she's just like, well, maybe, maybe you shouldn't have this, this meeting in the afternoon. And I said, no. I truly believe that everything happens for the exact reason it's supposed to. Well, as I alluded to a little earlier, and this is kind of getting a little bit out and beyond from what, the, what this failure, but, but what that kind of failure meant was that um, later on that afternoon, I had a meeting and I only had one module of this program that I wanted to offer. And I had a meeting with someone and they said, I'll take it. I'm interested. I want to go through this program with my sales team. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> it, was that, it was that moment from like face on the floor to just pulling yourself, you know, really, really getting, getting self, my, myself aligned back with why I'm doing this again. And then having and stepping into that meeting saying, okay, I forget what everything happened this morning. I'm going, this is the most important meeting uh, of my life right now. And I uh, just went for it. And it was that, it was just that little, little investment that that one person believed in me to help me again, really believe in myself again, and also have something that the marketplace was interested in. So Mark, this is such a powerful failure and struggle and overcoming of an obstacle journey because it's what so many entrepreneurs face when they first take that leap. And you know, before I get into some, a point that I want to make, let me just ask you a really quick question. What during those six months was your number one method of growing your audience, your potential clients? How were you getting in front of those people? Yeah, that's a great question. And it was largely a lot of going to networking events, okay. go, going to different BNI events, and really just trying to, trying to share the, the message. Um, that, was, that was the biggest thing for me. I was trying to do the, the blogging, but I, I, didn't, I still didn't have my website set up yet. And I mean, there was just a lot of things. So I'm like, you know, I'm in sales. I know sales. So let me just go do what I know right. and, and really get in front of some people. So that way I have an opportunity to talk with them the way that I can just you know, connect with them. No, totally. And, and see, that's the, the number one problem, Fire Nation, that so many of us are going to face in our journeys is what exactly are people interested in? I mean, you know, Mark was going out, he was doing the right things, he was networking, but he wasn't getting those closes. He wasn't making those sales because he wasn't addressing the pain points, obviously, quite enough to really get that next step in. And, you know, kind of flipping the table and how I approach with Entrepreneur on Fire, I said, you know what? I know that I need to first grow an audience. And by that, Mark, it was just my seven day a week podcast. And then people, an audience came to me. And then I asked the audience that question, what are you struggling with? And then I listened. And when they told me that, you know, I didn't just go ahead and create that product right away. You know, I made that proof of concept happen first because people will only really vote with their wallet. So Mark, there's a lot of ways you can go about it. My way did not happen overnight either. It was a solid six months of just providing value and nothing else and growing an audience, interacting with that audience before I even monetized in any way, shape and form. And it was a full year before I ever monetized in a major way. So both, both ways take, take time, Fire Nation. But you know, that's just 
what you do need to realize is that you do need to be getting out there and interacting with people and interacting with potential clients and asking them that incredibly powerful question, what are you struggling with? That's my biggest takeaway, Mark, from your struggle. If you could just leave Fire Nation in this segment with one takeaway, what would it be? Be consistent. <laughs> um, what you just shared was that for six months, you didn't get any, there was no revenue no. that came in. But you just said, I believe in this. I know that this is really where I'm supposed to be going. And so I'm just going to, I'm going to allow the audience to come to me. And, and despite, you know, three months in, I'm sure you had questions, I'm sure you had doubts, you know, Um, but, but six months you stick with it. I mean, even almost a year you stuck with it. Right. And so I think largely whatever it is, it's that you need to stay consistent, stay consistent. And this is, this is something that I talk a lot about is being consistent with your message as well. No, I love that. And the three things that I always share when people are starting a podcast or a business or a blog or a YouTube channel is the key is going to be this. You need to deliver value for free consistently. And the first two things people can do, you know, because we all have that within us. But it's that third point, that consistency that is so tough for people to handle. And that's why no one had ever done a seven day a week podcast because they didn't think they could stick to that consistency. But Fire Nation, if you commit to something and a precursor to this great um, poem that's coming up, don't quit and you don't quit, then you'll see the magical things can happen. And Mark, Let's move to the other end of the spectrum now and tell us another story. And this is going to be of a time where you had an aha moment, a light bulb that went off. And let's really do a deep dive into that moment in time. So take it away. Great. Perfect. So uh, as I mentioned, I was in the advertising sales world for over 10 years. And in 2008, we all know that the economy shifted. And at that point, I That's said, That's a good yeah, way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like that? <laughs> it's all about language. Language yes. is so important. And so uh, as it shifted, uh, there was a piece of me that said, hey, I want to go through this entrepreneurial. Well, if I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I need to start to take a look at how can I be an entrepreneur within my existing business? So how can I kind of test drive being an entrepreneur? And so I started creating what I call as the sales dashboard. It started as a couple blocks on an Excel document. And largely over the, the next few weeks, months, year, I created what was known as the sales dashboard. And I was sharing it with the team and my manager was coming up to me saying, Mark, anyone who's using your dashboard is at budget. And so I thought, holy crap, let me go back to that moment because I I used that while I was a, a salesperson. But then what started happening is as I started offering these, these sales modules to these various companies, they were all saying, we don't necessarily have some of the metrics or we're overwhelmed with all these different things. And I said, well, wait a second. I have a dashboard that allows you to take quarterly goals, break them into monthly themes, weekly focus, and daily action. And so they said, wait, are you, so how does this work? And I said, well, it's, it's not like a complicated CRM. And, you know, you're really able to, to pull all of those things in. Now, CR, CRMs are absolutely incredible. And at the same time, you need some sort of framework to be able to use to plug into that. So the dashboard is kind of that precursor to the CRM. Like I use Infusionsoft, right? But this, was, this enabled me, before I invested in Infusionsoft, I was able to actually use my dashboard to plug up everything into uh, Infusionsoft. So the long and the short of it is, as I was working through and, and helping the sales teams go through these sales modules that I had designed, then I also started working on and helping them determine their metrics, 
because salespeople are salespeople. They're they're <laughs> you know if you if you follow the the disc model, the disc and values model. Um, there's high D's and high I's. They, they, the high D's really just want to experience you know, the, the top level details. They don't need all the weeds. They just want to know, okay, yes or no, like give me the very, very uh, specific bullet points. And uh, high I's are connectors. You know? They're like, oh, I want to I bring everyone and, and include everyone. And so a lot of coaches like myself, as you can imagine, I'm a high I. Most salespeople are that high D and high I. And as, as we're going through this whole thing, um, most of the salespeople don't want to follow a system or a strategy or, you know, just because it's like, well, let me just go out and do it. Like, I don't need to follow any of this S. Let me just go out and do this. And so the dashboard allowed people and, and, and salespeople to kind of follow this process so that they could start to take a look at, well, I want to go after this really big client. Let me apply it. How do I need to, to do that on a day-by-day basis? And let me also just preface this by saying that not all salespeople don't want to follow a system. You know, the, the, <laughs> the right salespeople follow a syntax. They follow the right process, you know, but at the same time, it's, it's really difficult. That's not their, their nature. Their nature is just to kind of like go out there and just go and we'll figure it out later. Um, and so this has enabled a lot of teams to really be able to formulate, okay, we take step one and then we go to step two, then step three, step four, and follow this in various industries, we understand what the call value is and all of those very important metrics that many people just don't follow. So Mark, one thing that I'm really pulling out of here that you did exceptionally well and that we can learn as Fire Nation is that you continued to communicate with your clients. You didn't just make a sale and then walk away and look to just to make the next one, leaving that initial sale behind. You continued that communication. You continued to have that back and forth asking for feedback, which is so incredibly critical, Fire Nation, when you are actually going to create something that you know doesn't just resonate with one person one time, but that resonates with hundreds of people, hundreds of times, and you start to create those evangelists. So communicate with your clients, your followers, your raving fans in every situation you have, especially at the beginning, when you're first growing that business, and you get that tweet from somebody that says, hey, by the way, thanks for that show. Respond back to that person, DM them and just say, hey, I really appreciate that. Like, what are you struggling with right now? Or, you know, how can I help? Like something along those lines, start those communications. It will be truly priceless. And Mark, again, I'm going to flip it back to you. What do you want Fire Nation to walk away with from your experience with this aha moment? I would largely look at what are the things that you already have? What are your already resources that you've already done or created or content you might already have? You know, there's power in resourcefulness. So being resourceful with your existing resources um, adds a whole layer of of extra credibility, uh, experience. I mean, there's certain things, and I'm I'm sure you had this experience. I know I did. As I began, I'm like, who wants to hear what I have to say, <laughs> right? I mean, because you, you have these thoughts and, okay, well, I read this book or I read that book, but other people have read that book more than likely. But, you know, it's, it's your dissemination of that. It's, it's your interpretation of it and how you're applying it to your own life, to your own business in a way that's a little unique. You know, that's why, that's why we're on episode 755 because <laughs> you've clearly hit on something that people are really listening for. Well, Mark, I love that. And I love that phrase that you use. There's power in resourcefulness and Fire Nation, like really absorb that. And another point that you brought up is, you know, 
learn something and then apply it. But I even like to take it to the next level with a little acronym ILT. Invest in yourself, Fire Nation, with courses, with your own time, if it's a free content, and learn, actually learn that, and then turn around and teach, ILT. Teach other people what you've learned. Because believe me, if you spend time to really deep dive into a subject, you are in the top 10% and likely in the top 1% of the knowledge bank of that subject because you've taken the time to do that deep dive. And Mark, I could talk about these subjects all day, but I want you to tell another story. This one, we'll keep it brief, about 60 seconds, but take us to that moment, your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Sure, yeah, I definitely could get a little long-winded here. (laughs) Both (laughs) you and me, baby. (laughs) um, But but my biggest success story would be with Jack Carrier, who owns Dog Tech Art. And and Jack, Jack was introduced to me by a friend of mine who really had the dream of working the four-hour work week. And I began working with his team in 2000, basically early 2013. And as I started working with them, um, there was we started implementing the sales modules. We started implementing the dashboard. And we implemented this other concept that I call as the home story. And over the last year and a half, um, while Jack was on vacation, while he was overlooking the Colorado Rockies after just traveling across the country from Pittsburgh down to, and then he was on to Utah, um, his team, without him being there, sold their first half a million dollar deal. Wow. So I'm like, woohoo. You know, my, the, the, the team just really embraced a lot of those daily actions, those steps that you, you, we were just been, been talking about, those consistency steps. And, you know, a year and a half later, they had closed that deal. So when Jack called me up and he said, hey, Mark, you know, after we get done with this call, I was interviewing him for this, uh, this one <laughs> radio station that I do uh, here. It's called the Home Story Show. Uh, he said, Mark, he's like, I'm going to I'm going to hang up and uh, I'm going to go mountain bike because that's how I enjoy life daily. So I love that story. I love just, you know, that moment for you, which is so prideful, which is of a client and one thing that I really want to keep hammering home to you, Fire Nation, is what Mark keeps bringing up in so many different ways, is it's doing the little things every single day. It's doing the right things that add up to something big. And there's a great book by Jeff Olson. It's called The Slight Edge. And in that book, he talks about what's easy to do is also easy not to do. And so sadly, Fire Nation, most people choose not to do it because it's easy not to do. But if you choose to do the easy thing every single day and make it happen, big things result. And Mark, I want to take us to today. Here we are, 2014. What is the one thing that has you most fired up right now? I am most excited about as you can't already experience it. It's this this sales roadmap, and it's really taking the the components that I've been talking about here so far is taking the dashboard, taking the sales modules that I call the mile markers and the home story, and putting them all into one one program for sales teams. And it's really you know as I've been growing this business as I've been working through and talking with all my different clients. It's just being able to utilize the programs that I've invested, you know, those resources and and being able to apply them with the the success stories that have surmounted as a result of them all working working together. So I'm really excited about going to the market and, and talking and getting out there and, and speaking to to more and more teams um, as a sales team catalyst. Well, Mark, I'm fired up for you. I know that your passion is going to get out there and inspire this massive ripple effect. And we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. 
Need a quality design but worried about the cost? One of the easiest ways for your design budget to spiral out of control is to start your project without a clear direction. This leads to you and your designer continuously spinning your wheels, frustrated but hoping eventually you'll land on a design that you like. 99designs has helped thousands of businesses around the world get designs that communicate their unique brands. It doesn't matter if you're running a contest with several designers or collaborating with just one. Crafting a thoughtful brief is always the first step to getting a great design. And at 99designs, it's super simple. All you need to do is fill in their online brief form. So what is it that you need? Boost your brand's visibility with a t-shirt or drive more traffic with a sleek new banner ad or landing page. Project started just $199 and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. 99designs.com slash fire. Fire. As entrepreneurs, we know firsthand how tough it can be to handle everything on our own. You might be great at design or an expert at managing projects, but sometimes you need someone to help you take it to the next level. That's where TopTal comes in. Whether it's a website, a new app for your business, or developing cutting-edge software, TopTal will help you and your team get it done. TopTal's network of 1,000 senior software developers has you covered. These rigorously tested developers are the same crew that companies like Airbnb and Zendesk call on to get their projects finished on time. You can bring that talent on hourly, part-time, or full, and there's no contract minimum. TopTal is so confident that they even offer a guarantee for every new hire. If you're not 100% satisfied after up to two weeks of working with a TopTal developer, it's free. What are you waiting for? Sign up through toptal.com slash fire and take your project to the next level today. Mark, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? For me, it was largely not knowing exactly what my passion was, what my purpose was, what was I really wanted to do for the next however many years of my life. I had been in this, this sales role for so long and I'm like, I couldn't figure out what those next steps were. But as I mentioned to you a little earlier, when I went to this event and I realized that I wanted to be a coach, it was like, okay, there it is. And clearly, three months after I had that conversation with my coach, um, that's when I largely quit my job and, and started up my practice. So that's, that was really the only thing that was holding me back was really kind of not knowing exactly what to do. And putting it out there, Fire Nation, and having accountability partners, so critical. And Mark, what's the best advice you've ever received? There's so many different things, and and because I've experienced and been in the sales world for so many years, I'm gonna I'm gonna use um, something that I heard while I was at this business seminar right before I quit my job, and it was from the late Ch- Chet Holmes, and it's that I have a moral obligation to offer my product or service to you if I know that it can help you. It's one of those things that when you believe so wholeheartedly in what your product and service is, then you really do. It's not like you're selling them; you're serving them. You're giving them the opportunity to really work with you because you know that you can help them. Love that. Mark, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Been doing this for six years. I spoke on TEDx, uh, Tempe stage, where I had an opportunity to share about this. Journaling. I journal every morning. Is this a written journal? It is a written journal. Yeah, because you use more muscles, actually, than, than when you do when you're typing. Um, but what I kind of use the analogy of in one of my favorite books, um, the, the Mokusotas Ferrari, they talk about emptying your teacup each morning 
I empty my cup from the day before. And it just works for me in the morning. Um, you know, I, I clearly it's like you could do something in the evening or, or whatever, but journaling is something that I, I've just been doing and, and it really helps me out. And now what are things you're writing down in the journal? You know, it started out something, I mean, if, if you're thinking, yeah, I've heard about journaling, I've heard about journaling, you know, what I would say is pick two or three different areas of where, you know, the audience may, maybe wants to improve, whether that be in their health or their finances or their career. So I just selected a certain, this is how I got started. I set my alarm five minutes early and I basically said, okay, what did I do for my finances yesterday? What did I do for my career yesterday? Now, largely what I talk about are, are what are some of the challenges that I had or what are some of the w- wins and celebrations? And so it's evolved over the years. But that's really what, what's really worked out well for me is just to start with, you know, me putting together some sort of system is, okay, let me, let me just focus on three areas. I'll just write for five minutes and then I'm good to go. Um, so that's what I largely write about right now is, is what challenges that I have. And I theme each day like, okay, well, you know, yesterday was, it was allowing. And that's what I wrote this morning. I, I allowed. And, um, you know, it was just that kind of culminated everything that happened to me yesterday. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yes. Uh, there, the one thing that, that as I've been bringing on some additional people to help me with some of the things that I don't do particularly well is I use Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. And it's a, it's a format where you're able to invite and share cards with members of your team so that they know exactly what they need to do and you could see exactly where they fall in the, the to-do doing or done column. And it's just been largely, I mean, it's helpful as, as I'm bringing on different assistants. Um, they're able to just go in there. I have access to a specific board and then they're able to move the cards around. I'm able to see what, what's able to be done. And uh, it's a great form of, of accountability. And it's a great way for me to see what do I need to be doing as well. Love it. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, Mark, what would it be and why? Is it only one? <laughs> <laughs> Seven day a week podcast, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by Robin Sharma. Yes. And why? Uh, it is a personal journey that Robin Sharma kind of walks you through. And it's a fable, but it really allows you, it teaches so many different life lessons. This book, I've given this book away to more people than I can even count. And it's one that really resonates with me because it, it has this very simple story of seven steps. And... Um, really how you could apply that in your own life. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Mark, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning and it's a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? It's a fantastic question. And largely, you've heard me talk about so much of this, this inner work and this personal development. So I would go to either a personal development workshop or a business development workshop and just go and offer to volunteer my services and really go and walk in and see what are the people, what are they really challenged with? Because I know it's an identical world, but how is it that we could connect with the, the right people and understand what are those challenges and, and how can I offer those solutions? And so when you go to those events, people are looking for answers. And so being able to, to volunteer and, and really see them and, and ask questions as a, as a really, as a great person would, would kind of understand what is the real need. Um, that's what I would start off with. 
Become an apprentice, Fire Nation. And Mark, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Fantastic. All right. Well, so for everyone, thank you so much for, uh, for joining me and, and John. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I would have everyone go to enjoy life daily uh, forward slash EO, EO fire. And there's going to be a downloadable ebook for everyone to download on really, I talked about the dashboard. So that way you have an opportunity to understand a bit more of the dashboard tool that I've, that I've referenced here. So I'd love to give that to, to your audience as a gift, as a cool. gift. And that last parting piece of guidance. The last parting piece of guidance, follow your heart and, and really understand that there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. It's going to be challenging and there's going to be times where you're going to want to quit. And I would just say that largely remember that all of those things are opportunities for you to just learn and grow through. Go through and grow through. Love that message, Mark. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Mark and myself today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Mark in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And don't forget to grab your gift at enjoylifedaily.com slash eofire. Let's not forget to share that don't quit poem with Fire Nation. So take it away. So when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, and the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high and you want to smile but you have to sigh, when care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't you quit. For life is strange with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns. But many a coward turns about when he might have won had he stuck it out. But he learns too late when the night comes down how close he was to the golden crown. Victory is defeat turned inside out, the silver tint of the clouds of doubt. You will never know how near you are. It may be close when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. Ah. There we go, Fire Nation. It is so powerful. And Mark, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Fire Nation, are you ready to monetize your podcast? Join Kate and I on our free podcast workshop and I'll show you the top five ways to do so. Text PARADISE to 38470 to claim your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 